Hey, welcome back to Haunted Haze. I'm Josh. I'm Kristen. And this is episode 27. Yeah, what are we talking about this week? Well, we're talking about your least favorite subject, pain. Oh, God, I hate pain. Can you imagine being tortured? No, I would try to find a way to kill myself, I think. What's the scariest uh, torture to you, you think? Like, what, Just what? off the top of the head, uh, like being quartered with the horses or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, pulled apart. Yeah. yeah good God, definitely. <laughs> That's a pretty brutal one. <laughs> Solid A. There's a I lot. I was thinking more like getting like uh, toothpicks jammed underneath. Oh, God, pants. yes. Or getting cut in between your fingers. Ugh, I don't know. The toothpicks under the fingernails sounds worse than the... I mean, any pretty torture, much any, actually, it all sounds like it sucks. It's awful. It's There's horrible. a museum somewhere. Yeah, there are. There, there is like They're everywhere. Really, <laughs> you're saying there's a torture museum? Yeah, believe, yeah, you're right. Where, where did we? We see, heard about it. Anyway, I we might have so. to look that up. We're yeah. dumb. Um, so obviously, to this episode is going to be about torture. Yeah, I'm and excited. various methods of torture throughout uh, kind of history. All right. It stresses me out a little bit to hear about all these different torture well, methods. The there's a lot of different ways to torture someone. Yeah. And the consensus really is people are fucked up. Yeah. And they find awful ways to hurt each other. So I don't know if we should do like a trigger warning, but obviously it's going to be a pretty brutal episode. Yeah. Uh, this definitely isn't for the faint of heart. I yeah. Mean, this, a lot of times, a lot of people would be uh, end up dying because of these torture. Oh techniques. yeah, I pretty much assume death is at the end of all of them. Yeah, and a lot of times it would be over something as small as uh, you know, as small as like stealing a, a loaf of bread or something. Yeah, maybe, you know, and these people would be like, tortured, or even like accused of crimes. You yeah, know, they might not. They may have not committed. For sure. So. It's really awful. So, if you're squeamish or you're not into blood and guts, maybe I guess uh, fast forward a little bit. Catch us in a little while when we start uh, playing some games. Yeah, we're gonna do trivia and verses, obviously. Yeah. So. Uh, but I'm kind of into this. I'm kinda, yeah, me too. It's intriguing about the different ways the that people have hurt people throughout time. So when it comes to torture or torturing, it's often not the technique nor the device's brutality that makes it unsettling, but rather the great amount of effort and creativity, no matter how perverse it may be. Put into the creation of the torture method designed to inflict maximum pain to its victim. So I have them on the list. I'm going to read a little short thing about them, and uh, you tell me if uh, this is awful or not. Okay, I'm pretty sure I can go ahead and... Guess it did. They're all awful. Yeah, but well, yeah. I'm. Let's hear it. I'm I know. Excited. Should we have like a, a a rating system? Oh yeah. We'll do a scale of one to ten. One to ten. Ten be one? yeah. Ten being the worst. Yeah. yeah. One to five. No, let's one do ten. one out of ten. Yeah. All right. All right. One out of ten. Ten being the worst. Well, yeah. it's an eleven. We'll it might, find we out. might go there. Okay. Yeah. Well, you might get it from the first one. The brazen bull. Designed in ancient Greece, the brazen bull, also known as the Sicilian bull, 
was a solid piece of brass with a side door that could be opened and latched with the fire set underneath. The victim would be put inside the bull and would be slowly roasted to death. The brazen bull was specifically designed to amplify the screams of the victim and make them sound like the bellowing of a bull. Wow. That is awful. We're definitely going to have to post some pictures on social media. This, I would say 7 out of 10. 7? Yeah, because... I don't don't know. I'm going to go (laughs) 9. That's... Being roasted to death? Yeah, I mean, I hate being hot. Kristen, that's not even hot. That's like... On fire. Yeah. I feel like that does suck. The Heretic's Fork. Oh, I've heard of this one. This torture device consists of a metal piece with two opposing bi-pronged forks attached to a strap. One end of the device was pushed under the victim's chin while the other goes against the sternum. The victim is then hung from the ceiling and the strap was used to secure the heretic fork around the neck of the victim. If the victim's head dropped, the prongs would pierce the chest and throat. That's awful. What do you give that one? I give that one a oh, yeah. five. Yeah, lack of creativity really on this one. <laughs> lack of creativity? I say seems... that we can go five out of ten. Okay, all right. All right. All right. The Heretic's four to five. Impalement. In ancient Romania, those who were sentenced to death by impalement were forced to sit on a sharp and thick pole. When the pole was raised upright, the victim would would eventually slide down the pole with their own weight. Oh, God. It takes three days for the victim to die. Impalement was believed to be the most favored method of execution of Vlad the Impaler, who has been known to impale 20,000 people while eating his meal. We've talked about him before. He's uh, Yeah. He used to he dipped the, the bread in the people's blood. Yeah, I would <laughs> He's say. He's also the original Dracula, or that's where they get the story of Dracula. I would give it eight out of ten on this one. It's pretty eight fucking brutal. 10? I don't know. I'm gonna go another nine. <laughs> Burned to death or something that showed up my ass. Uh, oh, it's going up your ass. Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't know. I guess there's different depictions of it. Like sometimes they shove it up those or- orifices. And then maybe sometimes they just uh, stick you through the stomach Mm. once you slide down. Either way, I I feel you. I mean, I guess I can go up to a (laughs) nine. I'm glad I could persuade you. (laughs) So, neck torture. The neck torture was sort of an endurance test which involves hooking the victim into a neck device that's either made of wood or metal. The cruelty of this torture lie within the fact that it prevents the victim from eating or lowering their head for days. Uh, that's that's awful, but I would give it more of a four, maybe. Like it's not, yeah, like for days, and you know the worst thing is you can't eat or sleep. I mean, you can sleep sitting up. Yeah, it's gonna poke you though. Yeah. I feel like you could do your arm All against right. the can wall you, <laughs> and lean <laughs> Kristen would find a way. I, one thing about me, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Damn, this, this torture device being <laughs> damned. I'm taking a nap. Well, don't take it in the tub. The tub involves placing the convicted person in a wooden tub with only the head sticking out. His face would then be painted with milk and honey. Soon flies would begin to feed on the person. 
They also make it a point to feed the victim regularly so he could end up sitting in his own excrement. A few days of sitting in the tub would lead to maggots and worms to devour the body as it decayed alive. Oh my god. That is a 10 out of 10. That's a, yeah. You just, Jesus. You just let someone be eaten away by flies all because they crap their bucket? Yeah, that's awful. The tub's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Coffin torture. In the Middle Ages, the coffin torture was the most preferred torture technique. The victim was placed inside a metal cage that was just about the size of a human body, hence the name. Overweight victims suffer extra torture as they were forced into smaller cages. Fuck y'all. The coffin were then hung from a tree or gallows, which would be left there until crows came to feed on the victim's remains. You see those all the time, like... Hanging from, like, the pirate ships yeah. or whatever. Uh, I would give that uh, a 7. I would six. give it a 6 out of 10. 6 It's not ten. particularly so painful. Just six. more uncomfortable. Yeah, but you die. We're not. You probably die of uh, uh, dehydration, really. Yeah. So you're uncomfortable until you die of dehydration. Yeah. I would give that definitely a... We'll say 6 and a half. Okay, fine. Crucifixion. Okay. This is... Brutal. Obviously, this is what Jesus endured. Uh, Crucifixion is one of the most known execution methods due to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. The condemned person is nailed or tied to a large wooden cross and then left to hang until death, which most likely takes days. Uh, That is, I mean, it really is brutal. I would say 9 out of 10. Oh, really? I would give it more of an 8. Uh, I just imagine you're ripping, like, the ripping of nails through the weight of your body. Yeah, but to me, it's still not as uh, bad as the brazen bull or impalement. I mean, it's awful. I'm not trying to downplay it, but I give it more of an eight. You say nine, so we'll say eight and a half. Okay. All right. So the Iron Maiden. Okay. It's not just the band. It's not making anyone listen to the band. But it's an actual torture device. This torture device consisted of an iron cabinet with a hinge front and spike-covered interior just enough to enclose a person. Once the victim is inside the frame, he would be unable to move due to the number of steel spikes that would impel him in every direction. Mm. Jagged edges would poke the victim inside while an interrogator asked him questions. Wow. Yeah, that's... I would give that, uh, that's kind of middle of the road, maybe a five. I was saying six, maybe. All right, so five and a half. Yeah. Yeah, so the Iron Man, pretty brutal. For sure. Judas Cradle. Judas Cradle is a bit similar to Impalement. The punishment starts by sitting the victim on the pyramid-shaped cradle. The victim will then be forced down by the ropes with the intention of striking the the victim's orifice over a long period of time, impaling him slowly. The victim was usually undressed and the device was seldom washed, meaning if the torture doesn't terminate the victim, the infection contracted from it would. That is terrible. It's like this, they basically, what's up with them jamming shit up your ass to die? Yeah, that's a 10 out of 10. That's a 10 out of 10. 
yeah, Judas Cradle. That's hardcore. Yeah, it's awful. A lead sprinkler. Filled usually with boiling oil or water, molten lead, and tar, the lead sprinkler was used by dripping its content onto the stomach, the eyes, or other body parts of the victim. Using the same device, the torturer would then proceed to pouring molten silver on the victim's eyes, which resulted in agonizing pain and eventually death. Mm. That sounds awful. Like yeah. Just, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10? I'll, I'll go 6. We're doing these halves, so 6 and a half. No, I know. I we just need to stop doing that. Disagree <laughs> with you? Yeah. Okay. Or I'll agree with you, maybe sometimes. No. I don't like the number halves. All right, let's cut it in half with a guillotine. Made of razor-sharp blade attached to a rope, the guillotine is known to be one of the most notorious forms of execution. The victim's head was placed in the middle of the frame as the blade dropped, severing the victim's head from the body. The guillotine is considered to be the most humane method of execution as its results are instant. I, f- I mean, I like that part of it. it. It's not really a torture device. Yeah, it's not. I guess more. it's more the anticipation. Yeah. Like, you know, like, oh, this is it. They're about to chop my head off with a giant. But at least blade. it goes spinal cord first, you know? Yeah, it seems like it probably just knocks you out and you don't feel anything. Yeah. They say once you or have heard uh, that your your eyes can still see for like a few seconds after your head's been decapitated. Yeah. So there's a potential that you could see your body without its head. I want to have to give this a a two. Yeah, it's a little weak on the torture and it's pretty fast on the death, so I I prefer this if I got to choose. Me too. I mean it's not a bad way to go out. Rope torture. Of all the torture devices, the rope is the easiest to use and the easiest to find. An example of rope torture would be to use it to tie the victim to a tree, leaving him exposed and defenseless from animals and other humans. Another would be to hang the victim at the gallows while ultimately inflicting death. It could also be used to restrain the victim's limbs while attaching the other end of the rope to horses, which would then be made to run, consequently severing the victim's limbs. Yeah, I hate it. That's what you were talking about. So... The rope, I guess, I mean, it seems like it's multiple uh, uses. Basically, like anything they do with the rope, yeah, it's just all combined together. Yeah, I'm going to give that a a 7. I know. Well, they could have broken it up, I feel like. But the I thought hanging was more of an instantaneous thing, too. Yeah, but the thing about all the... Just think about rope burn. What if they just give you a bunch of rope burns? That would be All awful. over your body, just rope burn. Yeah, that's like a, a, a level two. <laughs> <laughs> a that's level a... two torture is rope burns. Just rope burns all over your body. In between your fingers, rope burns. I meant that as in like less than torture. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you know how I talk backwards. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, like the devil. <laughs> Makes great for a podcast, right? <laughs> well, I'm going to send you to the rack. Oh, God. This method was designed to dislocate every joint of the victim's body. Hate the it. The crack was made out of wooden frame 
The rack was made out of a wooden frame with two ropes tied into the handle on top and the other two tied to the bottom. The victim would be placed and tied on top of the rack. Once that's done, the torturer would then start to turn the handle. The victim would be stretched until eventually his limbs get dislocated. To ensure the limbs were indeed dislocated, the torturer would continue to turn the wheel until they were completely torn off the body. Oh, God. See, that... Uh, that's like a nine like out of ten. Being, yeah, nine out of ten on that rip apart. Yeah, it's like at first whenever that I thought it just dislocated the limbs, I was gonna give it a lower number. But what's even the point? If like, why even? Are Oswald we well keep cranking so I can tear you apart. Yeah, I was wondering what they were gonna do once they had this person with dislocated limbs. Like uh. he's not gonna be able to walk. I don't know, like, what do you just, like, stare at them and watch them bleed out? And, like, what a terrible product. You know, people used to gather around and watch this shit. Awful. The thumb screw, also known as the pillywinks, the (laughs) the thumb screw is one torture device with different variations, all with the same function. The smaller pillywinks were designed to crush the fingers and toes, while the larger ones were used to crush the knees and elbows. Ooh. There's even a head crusher. Oh, gosh. Ugh. That would be awful, but uh, it's more kind of middle of the road with all this. I'm going to give it maybe a five. Yeah. All right. You agree with I the agree five? with the five. Okay, yeah. It's not so bad getting your thumbs crushed, right? I mean, it's bad, but I've hurt my fingers a lot. <laughs> Don't even even need backstory. Just just leave it at that. Yeah. The tongue terror. The tongue terror was used to cut the victim's tongue with the help of the device called the mouth opener. The victim's mouth would be forced open and then the tongue terror would twitch the tongue with its grippers. Awful. Once a firm hold was achieved... The screw would then be tightened firmly, and the victim's tongue would be roughly torn out. Oh, God. Uh, that one's a, rough. That's a seven. Could you die from that? Yeah, you'd probably bleed out. That's what I would think. Yeah, I would say, I would even honestly go with an eight. All right, so I guess we'll do seven and a half, yeah. Seven, the breast ripper. Oh, God. That sounds like a crazy, like, rapist name. Yeah. The breast ripper. It looks awful. Yeah. It looks like something that H.H. Holmes designed. The breast ripper was something specifically designed for women. This device was designed to cause major blood loss. The ripper's claws, which were usually red hot, would be placed on the exposed breast as its spikes penetrated beneath the skin. It w- That's kind of the sound it would make. It would then be pulled, causing large chunks of the flesh to come off. Oh, God. Ah. That's awful. I'll, I'll give that a eight. Yeah. Jesus. I would also give it an eight. Lead shoes. Introduced by the American Mafia, this technique was used to execute traitors, spies, and enemies by placing the victim's feet inside center blocks. Wow. It would be filled with wet cement. Then dried. Once dried, the victim would then be thrown alive into a deep body of water to drown. That's awful. That is awful. That's a... I would say another seven, seven and a half. 
Another seven and a half. <laughs> yeah. Um, Drowning is like a really bad way to go. Yeah, you just know it's happening, too. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. They're probably beating the shit out of you. Yeah. It's not really torture. It's just more just like murder. Murder. <laughs> yeah, I feel murder. that. Crocodile shears. Oh, God. These were iron pincers often used to, mut- to mutilate those who attempt to assassinate the king. The shears would be red hot before using them to clamp down on the victim's limbs and tearing them off their bodies. Again, oh. with the tearing the limbs off, that's so bad. Oh. I would give that a 9 eight. out of 10. I would say 8. <laughs> 8 and a half, I guess. 8 and a half. What would we give the, the boot one? That was an 8, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think getting your limbs ripped off is a lot worse than having your boob ripped off. Really? I don't have a boob. All of your limbs or one boob. Mm, True. All right, so we'll go eight and a half with that one. (laughs) (laughs) Rat torture. Mm, Hate it. I hate rats or any rodent. Except squirrels. I actually love squirrels. I think that they're really cute. And everybody talks shit about squirrels. But they're adorable. It's like cute little adorable creatures that just live in our front yard. All right, go try to catch one. Next no. time you see it, go try to catch it. I know that it's, it's a lot faster than me. What does it matter if it's fast? I'm not that fast. Well, I'm it saying, can outrun me. It's not even that. It will it's fuck not, you up. If it, it's if you not. <laughs> I know that it's not friendly. Civilized. <laughs> civilized. <laughs> domesticated. Oh, my God. All right, so the rats. This method involved a cage with one open side strap against the victim's body. The cage would be filled with large rodents while a heating element was placed on the other side of it. With this application of intense heat, the rodents would try to escape by burning through the victim's body with deadly results. Hate it. God, can you just imagine like rats digging into your flesh? No, that's up there with the tub. I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? That's... Okay, I'll I'll say nine just because I think it's a, more of a nine and a half. Cause All right. The chair of torture. Mm. Used in Europe until the 1800s, the chair of torture, also known as the Judas chair, was made of iron, and its surface was layered with 500 to 1500 spikes with tight straps to restrain its victims. This chair also has a heating element beneath the seat. The device was used to scare people into giving confessions as they watched others being tortured on the device. So it's kind of like a bed of nails? Yeah, that they also can heat hot. up. Ugh, I would give this a, a seven. Do you remember when we laid on a bed of nails? No, where? In remember. Gatlinburg, uh, it wonder works. Okay, yeah, vaguely. They we like did a thing I where we laid still on being a bed. Kind of uncomfortable. It yeah, it wasn't fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. All right, so I would give this as maybe a seven. I would six. say I would say yeah. Let's say six and a half. Six and a half. let's say six and a half. <laughs> We're judging your torture adventures. <laughs> if you like the extreme, please visit our. 10 degree destination. <laughs> the breaking wheel. This torture technique is done by first tying the limbs of the victim together to the spokes of a wooden wheel. The torturer would then slowly turn the wheel while simultaneously smashing the victim's limbs with an iron hammer. The victim would be left on the wheel to die. Hate it. God, you just like get your 
arms and legs just twisted up. That's got to be so painful. Yeah, this, this is a nine for me. I agree. Hang, drawn, and quartered. Mm. This is what William Wallace was. Okay. Braveheart. He was hanging, drawn, and quartered. You know, I never saw the end Spoil- of that movie. Spoiler alert. Sorry, it's been 20 years. That's Mel Gibson? That's Mel Gibson. Yeah, he's Braveheart. Oh, I hate that. That's how that movie ended. I've seen the first half. (laughs) It's not the... Okay, fair enough. It is a pretty long movie. Anyway, so this torture technique was used for high treason offenders in England during medieval times. The technique involved dragging the victim in a wooden frame called a hurdle to the place of execution. The victim would be hanged by his neck until they were just about to die. This will be followed by the disembowelment and castration of the victim where the entrails and genitalia are burned in separate parts. Then the victim gets beheaded. That's extreme, okay? So you're like completely stretched on this table with your arms and legs and they come and like gut you and cut off your balls and they cut off your head. And choke you up until the point where you're almost out of the dive and not quite yet. <laughs> yeah, like, where's that? Hold, hold, no, no, don't kill him yet. <laughs> yeah. That's almost an 11 out of 10. Because it combines so many torture elements all in one. The Republican marriage. <laughs> this involved binding undressed males and females together and then throwing them into icy waters and then left to drown. Hmm. If water was unavailable, they would just be run through with bayonets or swords. This was also the preferred method of of execution for priests and nuns during that time. Wow. Wow, they'd rather just be thrown into the icy waters? I mean, I guess if that, you would maybe die of hypothermia or something. You know what? We're so dumb. Do we even, like, grade... The hang drawn and quartered. I said eleven out of ten. Eleven out of ten. Okay, I agree. Because it combines so many different elements. All right. So the Republican marriage, you're just being tied together and then thrown into icy waters. Yeah. You would bitch a lot about that, so that does kind of boost it up, maybe one point. (laughs) Uh, You're assuming that they're throwing us both in there together. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a four. (gasps) Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, you accept this a little It's not that bad being drowned to death in icy waters. As with long me. as I'm drowning with you. Saw torture. Hate it. This one's gonna be painful. Oh God! The, Josh just showed me the picture. Sorry. <laughs> the victim is hung upside down to ensure that the blood will rush to their heads and keep them conscious during the torture procedure. The torturer would then cut the victim's body in half. Most were sawed only up to their abdomen to prolong the agony. So they basically were hung upside down with their legs spread apart. Yeah. And then someone would just basically saw down their butt crack. Yeah. <laughs> All the way down to the abdomen. That's another 11 yeah. out of 10. That's, that's, that's probably the worst one I've heard so far. That's awful. That's brutal. Yes. It's death metal. That could be a Cannibal Corpse album cover. I'm sure it is. I'm sure they've they've used that at some point. And something. Yeah. Some death metal bands definitely uh, use that. Oh, absolutely. And finally, the Spanish Donkey. This device involved a wooden board with a sharp V wedge on top of it. 
the naked victim is put astride on a donkey-like apparatus. After that, the torturer would then add varying weights to the victim's feet until finally the ledge would slice through the body. Oh, yeah, that's uh, it's a lot of splitting you up the legs and yeah, torturing. Like, yeah, the most private parts. Yeah. I'm going to give that one a nine. I agree. So, there's many more tortures out there. Those were really are, brutal. A lot of those are, a lot of the other tortures out there are just kind of variations of that. Yeah. I mean, people are definitely very creative when it comes to hurting people. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, we know all too well from watching tr- all the true crime documentaries and podcasts uh, and stuff. people do but to people, yes. Kinda. Yeah, there's some really fucked up individuals out there. Well, even some of the torture uh, methods that they use, like, in the military, like, with the waterboarding and stuff. I thought that they weren't supposed to use any torture methods. Yeah, wink, wink. Uh, But that's terrifying to me. Yeah, me too. Drowning is really scary to me. Yeah, for sure. Like, and even though you're not, and your mind thinking that you are, like, God, it's just... Any torture is terrifying to me. Yeah. Really, any torture is not. I hope that I never get tortured. Well, you know, uh, I, 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 you're probably okay. I think 99% of people out there are, you know, you know avoid are dodging the torture device. Yeah, but it's the people who think it's not going to happen to you is the ones it happens to. So I'm just going to keep living in fear of it. Well, all right, there you go. Uh, what do you think about the torture? Yeah, what is the... Uh, this sounds like really weird to say, but what's your favorite way... Yeah, which, what's your favorite torture Yeah, method? do you have a favorite torture method? That you've heard if of. You could, Hopefully you've never done what, it. Surely you have someone out there that you wish you could torture and get away with it. We don't want you to email that to us. <laughs> we do not want to know who that person is. But And honestly, I don't have anybody that I would torture. Oh, really? All right. Anyway, you can email us, though, at hauntedhazepodcast at gmail.com. You can also check out our Facebook and Instagram at hauntedhazepodcast. Send us a message. Let us know what you think. Uh, Rate us uh, on Apple and Spotify, whatever you can. Yeah, send us those reviews. Send us your emails. Uh, Message us on social media. Yeah, you can also check... us. We love interacting with everybody. Absolutely. We love hearing from everybody. It's been so much fun. And you can also check out our Etsy shop, Hippie Hayes Studio. We have stash boxes, tie-dye, paintings. Scentsy melts. It's it's time to clean out your... Yeah, uh, spring cleaning and shit. Make your house smell good. Right. Also, you can find our Devil's Divine Coffee on there, our collaboration with Griffith Roasting Company. Oh, yes, our delicious caffeine fix. Yeah, you, you can also get 10% off the coffee using code Haunted Haze on Etsy and on Griffith Roasting Company's website, griffith-roasting-company.square.site. Yes, visit them there. Uh, that is a great way to support this podcast if you're enjoying what you're hearing, if you're having fun with us. Uh, which we hope you are. Please visit them. Order some coffee. Also, visit our Hippie Haze. Order some tie-dye. Order some unique, one-of-a-kind pieces of art. Uh, that's the best way to help us with this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you want to sponsor this podcast, reach out to us. Hit us up. Uh, we would love to hear from anyone. Yeah. So, are you excited for round three? Of trivia? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, 
trying to knock you out of the park now. Okay. Uh, no mercy. Look. I'm definitely talking shit. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that you, if you Having knew the answer, you would say it no matter what. What? <laughs> I don't think you've been taking it easy on me. Oh, you're saying that I just don't know. I, I, it's I'm just how up. will the cards draw this week? That's true. Uh, I definitely was having trouble last time, so All right. we'll see this week. Actually, so you want to go one to one? Yeah. I'll ask you first, okay? Okay. All right, time to play trivia. Here we go. All right. What brand of doll did Charles Lee Ray possess in the Child's Play movies? What was the brand? Yeah, what was the doll? What was his name? What was the name of the doll? Chucky. That was his name, but what was like... I don't know. I know that... I, I'll probably know it as soon as you tell me. A good guy's doll. Oh, no. I would have never guessed that. I've never seen the original Chucky movie. Imagine or that. actually any... I've only seen the remake with Aubrey Plaza. Or I'm, Audrey Plaza. I'm convinced you only have seen horror movies that came out in 2010. <laughs> That's a good guess. <laughs> Which Peter Jackson film stars Michael J. Fox as a ghost hunter? The Frighteners. Correct. In the Japanese thriller Audition, what did the main character use to lure her victims? Auditions. Yeah, I think more like modern. What do people use? You know. Dancing. Sex. A dating service. Damn. Wes Craven directed what 1991 film about two adults and a juvenile who break into a brother and sister's house and find something disturbing? What's a juvenile? That seems vague, but I should know it, maybe. Uh, people Under the Stairs. Yes. What room number was Danny Torrance told to avoid in The Shining? 237. Yes. Yes. There you go. Two one to one. two. Yeah. What is the name of Herschel Gordon Lewis's debut film? The Creature from the Black Lagoon. No, Living Venus. Mm, never seen it. A thick fog rolls in after a powerful storm bringing deadly creatures in what 2000 film directed by Frank Darabont? It's either one of two movies, and I don't know if it's one or the other. There's something in the... I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to say The Mist. Yep. Yes. You got it right. Is there one called The Fog? Yep. That's okay. That's one. No, okay. Yes, but you also, got the right one. So two mist. and two. Two to two. This 2001 remake that stars Matthew Lillard prompted film critic Robert Ebert to claim the movie as literally too painful to watch. Uh, Scooby Doo? No. 13 Ghosts. <laughs> oh, they have 13 Ghosts. I thought maybe you might not get it, but it's I'll okay. I like that one. Still 2 2. I See Dead People. Name that movie. Six Cents. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. You got it right. You're 3 right to there. 2. 3 to 2. How did young Jason Voorhees make, meet his demise at Camp Crystal Lake? He drowned. Correct. 3 to 3. What movie contains a scene in which a father chases his son around a hedge maze with an axe? 
The Shining. <laughs> Correct. Four to three. In which installment of Halloween did Jamie Lee Curtis and Janet Lee star in together? Janet Lee. Yeah. I'm not sure who Janet Lee is. Uh, I'll say Halloween H2O. You're correct. Yes. Four to three. Four to three. Or is it four to four? Actually, it might be. I think it is four to four. Yeah, it's four to four. Wait. Who is considered to be the Hollywood's first screen queen? I'm going to say it's the lady that is in Psycho. Mm, good guess. That's super good guess. It is Jamie Lee Curtis. Dang. <laughs> All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Name the movie. The Shining. Yeah. There's a lot of Shining questions this round. Yeah. How was... So that's what, five Five to four? four. How was Jason Voorhees brought back to life in Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives? A voodoo bit ritual. Good guess. Uh, lightning bolts. Damn. Electricity. Damn. You saying good guess had me thinking I was close. <laughs> well, no, I liked it. I, 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 I was, as you were saying, I was thinking, that'd be a good way to bring him back. <laughs> I want to write a Jason movie. What series of children horror books is written by R.L. Stein? Uh, Goosebumps. Correct. Six to four. Six to four. What 2005 movie directed by John Gulliger was the first horror film winner for Project Greenlight? Man, I'm trying to think of like popular 2005 horror movies. It's pretty obscure, um, actually. All right, then I quit. Project Greenlight, actually, uh, I, I am familiar with that, so I would have known this uh, yeah. answer. It's Feast, which um, is a good, it's a very entertaining I think movie. we own that. Yeah, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were involved with the Project Greenlight, and that's how I know about that movie. Oh, okay. Feast, uh, because they basically gave someone enough money to create their vision of a movie. Okay. And that was the movie that won. So, six to four. In the 1985 film Cat's Eye, what creature attempts to steal the life out of a young Drew Barrymore? Cat. No. A mouse. No. A troll. A troll? Yeah. Damn, I do remember that now. That little troll. I'm like, ugh. I try to not think about that movie. (laughs) No, please don't kill me, Mr. Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel. Name that movie. Scream. Yep. Awesome. Six to five. Who narrated the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre along with the 2003 remake and the 2006 prequel? Oh, man. What's his name? I'm pretty sure he was in Night Court. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Um, I can't think of his name. John Laroquette. Oh, um, yeah, man. Five to six? Five to, well, I like to call it six to five. In the <laughs> 2012 movie, The ABCs of Death, how many stories were included in the film? 26. Correct. Yes. Six to six. What was Leatherface's weapon of choice? A chainsaw. Yeah. Well, that's seven. Yeah. So you want redemption? Yeah. What 2018 film unravels cryptic and terrifying secrets about the Graham family ancestry? They have 2018. Me too. 
Me too. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Get out. No. That's what I meant. Hereditary. Damn. All Damn. right. Good you won. All right. All right. So I'm up two to one. Yes, you are. I don't like losing, but. Well, you can't lose at our next game. Yeah, I know. That's why I love Let's versus. play versus. So we take one scary thing and we pit it against another scary thing. And we discuss which one we think is scarier. Yep, I'm excited to see. Let's draw it out of the super duper secret box. Yes, let's open up the super duper secret box. And lock see it back up. Which one we're going to face this one? All right. Chainsaw versus machete. All right. Wow, which one's scarier? Chainsaw versus machete. Ooh. Well, initially, I would definitely have to say chainsaw. Me too. Anytime we go to the horror house, like. That's what they have. Yeah. Yeah. That's a terrifying sound. Yeah. And it's just like, I can imagine the chainsaw sawing through you. Digging into you. Yeah. But the machete is more clean cut. Well, that's true. But also they could probably chop you more times faster. With a machete? Yeah. I think you can do more damage with a chainsaw. Yeah, the chainsaw definitely is probably a lot more damage, but... Can you cut through bone, do you think, quiet. with a chainsaw? Yeah, for sure. But the mach- the machete's quiet. Very true. You can hear the chainsaw running. Wah, wah, yeah. Wah, 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 wah. So you can hear them coming. Yeah. If they just have a machete... A lot of times in the Jason movies, what do they do? They're hiding behind the tree, and then they turn around. As soon as they turn around, Jason sticks them in the stomach with the machete. True. That I never saw it coming. Yeah, I think that machetes are awful, but I have to say that there's something just about a chainsaw. It gets us all at the haunted house. It does. There's Texas Chainsaw Massacre is awful. It really is. A it's, chainsaw, just the sound. Yeah. Oh, you know, just the. Just if somebody that outside sound. of our house did that right now, I'd I would cry. fucking freak out. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I'd be like, what the F is going on? Yeah, I would absolutely freak out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's true. I, I hate to even have this thought any longer, Christian. Me too. Why Let's forget it. it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hopefully that never happens. So far, so good on the neighbors bringing out chainsaws. <laughs> yeah, they kept, they're keeping their chainsaws to themselves. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even like to think that people can just own chainsaws, to be honest. Well, that's kind of funny because I, I know how to operate a chainsaw, but even, like, handling a chainsaw and, like, having to use it, like, I'm nervous. You were holding a chainsaw at my mom's the other day, and it wasn't even plugged up or on or anything, and I was nervous. <laughs> yeah, right? So it's just it's creepy. It's still a chainsaw. Yeah. And that was an electric chainsaw. Yeah. That probably means that you could sneak up on somebody better with it. Look, a machete is terrifying. Anyone anyone yielding a machete chasing me, I mean, I'm going to be so terrified. But if you're yielding a, a, a chainsaw chasing me... I'm just running. There's probably a lot of things going wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So this one might be pretty unanimous. I guess we're going to go with Chainsaw. Yeah, I Everyone's agree. Everyone's going to Chainsaw. It's just that sound. It's kind of like you, a shotgun. If you have a good reason why we should pick Machete, send us an email and tell us why. Yeah, or if you have a good Chainsaw story, send us an email at hauntedhazepodcast at gmail.com a, and tell us why. A good Chainsaw story sounds like a... What is that? Uh... Uh, running joke. <laughs> Remember that one time our, our, we went with our friends 
uh, to the haunted house, and there was the big chainsaw clown thing at the end. Yeah. And our friend Ashley, like, just screamed, like, just dead stopped and did nothing but a high-pitched <laughs> scream at this thing. Like, that yeah. was supposed to stop it. Just, she froze in fear. Yeah, she froze in fear. I think that she warned us before that we before we went that she, yeah, she hates the She's like, look, guys, if there's a chainsaw, I'm going to probably freak out. <laughs> and in fact, there was a chainsaw. I think she fact, may she have cried. Yeah, it was it was rough. It was a look. Chainsaws are traumatic, for sure. Well, that needs to go on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Our first haunted haze t-shirt. Chainsaws yes. are traumatic. Yes, please send us an email if you would like a chainsaws <laughs> traumatic haunted haze t-shirt. We got you. Yeah. Well, until next time. Peace out. Peace out. Stay haunted.